is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. It is Monday, and I think the most important news has to be that Tom Brady has retired. It looks like he is out. I actually called my son when it was announced, and we celebrated on the phone. You did that. He said he was. I did. I Rafe. Said, Rafe called me and said, "Dad, Tom Brady." And I'm like, "Oh, that sucks." You celebrate? Oh, good riddance. Get, <laughs> please get out of this league. You are just jealous. Oh, a hundred percent. Yes, <laughs> that's totally. <laughs> All right. Let's. Uh, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's the Tuttle Twins books. Look, we all have to be doubling down now. It it is here. You can't live in a dream world anymore. It is here. And our kids are going to be the ones that decide whether we have freedom or not. The best way to preserve those freedoms we have is pass them on in a concrete way to your kids. I'm telling you, osmosis is not enough. They have to know. The, the basics of freedom and the history of America and the history and why communism doesn't work, uh, why the free market does, how it changes things. Tuttle Twins have a great sale right now. The Tuttle Twins books uh, are uh, for anybody, you know, toddlers. You can get them to, to read, you know, at very, very young ages. And they also have books for young adults, so everybody in between. And quite honestly, I've learned a few things as well. Tuttle Twins, great sale. 35% off their books, giving away their activity workbooks, no additional charge. It is TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get them right now. Every home should have these. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. So, Stu, uh, on Friday, uh, I saw this uh, nice little uh, discovery, because it happened during the summer, Uh, The Anti-Defamation League has changed its definition of racism, which I think is really, really uh, just, I mean, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. And I I believe, Glenn, I could be mistaken on this, but I believe it was the summer of 2020. You're right. You're right. right, Not even last summer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how did this, how did this happen? And nobody knows. So here's what the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, uh, used to use to describe racism. Now, remember, the Anti-Defamation League is the watchdog, the self-appointed watchdog that I have been saying for a while is a sham. They don't actually, they're not actually, it's political. They don't care about actually stopping a Holocaust or they'd be on the front lines of what's happening in China. It's not just for Jewish people. Holocaust, not just for Jewish people anymore. It's they have the worst record of being of people trying to exterminate them, but extermination is bad and can happen to anybody. Well, tell me, tell me, please, ADL, how do you explain this? Here is their old definition of racism. Racism is the belief that a particular race is superior or inferior to another. That a person's social and moral traits are predetermined by his or her inborn biological characteristics. Racial separatism is the belief most of the time based on racism that different races should remain segregated and apart from one another. Tell me where that where that definition is wrong. And I mean, historically, 
not some new give me some bull crap that some professor just dreamed up in some university. Tell me historically how that is wrong. Racism is the belief that a particular race is superior or inferior to another. Racism here in America. The reason why we had uh, slavery is because, well, they're not really people. Black people aren't really people. Uh, yeah, 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 they are. The Civil War decided that one. And then the Democrats got together and started the Klan and uh, the progressive era. And they decided, well, they're not really people because, look, I mean, they haven't evolved enough. Look at science. Let's listen to science. This is actually the argument they used. Let's look at evolution. They just haven't evolved. Oh, okay. All right. So that's racism here in America. That's racism. One group of people, I don't care what color they are, believe they're better or superior than others. Okay. So that's, it, the, that's definitely the definition that I grew up learning. And well, it is the truth, period. Yeah. It is the truth. In China, one group of people think they are superior to the Uyghurs mm-hmm. because what they're born as, who they are, that doesn't involve any blacks or whites. That's China. Uh, In Germany, they decided that they were better than blacks. And the thing I love that everybody leaves out is, you know, when you forget about the handicap, the people who are born differently than you uh, and uh, they don't really they're not really, you know, they're not really human. They're not really they don't have the quality of life that we all understand. Oh, okay. well, then let's kill them. So that was the definition. See if you see a problem with the new definition from the ADL. Racism, the marginalization and or oppression of a people of color based on a socially constructed racial hierarchy that privileges white people. Unreal. (laughs) Unreal. That's the ADL. Anybody who has ever given money to the ADL you should you should make sure you call them write them spread the word of what they have become now does that count you because you've been they've been using you on for fundraising for years so does yeah. that include <laughs> is that include glenn beck can you well yeah mm-hmm. i would i've already mm. said many things about the adl like they are a fraud um so mm. i i guess I, I guess i've already spoken out that's why they were raising money off my back yes they were so, <laughs> so we have that. Now, I just want to just show you some things, and I want to have a conversation with you in the next few weeks, over the next few weeks, on, um, on the economy and the Great Reset. And I'm going to be doing a few shows, and I want you to hear me carefully here, because I'm not going to say this very often. Um, but I'm going to be doing a few shows that will be in the archives, And I'm going to tell you the things that you will need to know in the coming days and months. If, God forbid, we go into an economic meltdown, I believe we will they will do everything they can to take dangerous financial misinformation and silence it. Now, the Great Reset, the book is all but. I mean, it's not being banned and it's not just us. It is a paper shortage and everything else, but you cannot get it. So I've done shows on it. The the shows on YouTube, 
you can Google my name, The Great Reset, and YouTube. You can go to my YouTube page, and you can't find it. It's there. It's there. But you can't find it. You have to be on YouTube, and you really have to search. I have hundreds of videos on The Great Reset. None of them are available at YouTube. I shouldn't say that. They're all available. Good luck searching for them. We are going to be doing some shows that will be, you know, on social media, but it will also be on our Blaze archives. It's going to be more and more important that you are a member of Blaze TV. There are things that have to be said, and you will have to know that you will not get most likely after events. That's what's happening with Spotify. That's what's happening. All of these things are to, you know, I had a conversation with a Jewish friend of mine this weekend. And I said, you know, at what point, at what point do we become the Jewish person that was just in denial about Germany? They were like, yeah, I know. They've done crazy things and they're saying crazy things. And they're, they're <clears throat> you know, they're, they're saying things like, <clears throat> if I may, um, Racism is the marginalization or oppression of a people of color based on a socially constructed racial hierarchy that privileges white people. They started making things like that and just dumping that poison into the German, but they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. At what point does a German who's Jewish in the 1930s, at what point do you look at them and say, they're telling you what they're going to do? Why won't you wake up? Get out. Get out now. I feel like everybody is telling us, the government is telling us, if you have this point of view, if you won't go along, you're not going to be uh, welcome here. At what point do we take them seriously? I mean, really seriously. Spotify. Now, first, first, it was Neil Young. And I had a hard time with Neil Young. Uh, Boy, what Neil Young, he's going to say no to Spotify. Oh, what will I do? Then I found out that it was going to be Mama Cass or who the hell was Joni Joni Mitchell. Mitchell. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. And I, oh, I love Joni Mitchell and all of her songs and uh so i was really upset but now niels lofgren he's the latest not the Niels. oh yeah yeah oh yes yes he was bruce springsteen's guitarist and then he went on to make many hits uh that i don't know if hits is the well he said i'm not going to be on spotify Mm. and that could that could reduce their library by tens of minutes okay i don't know what they're going to do here's the disturbing thing the surgeon general under the direction of the white house came out and said spotify and social media have not really done enough yet Uh, there is dangerous misinformation out there now it's one thing for niels lofgren 
to come out and say you don't have to pause there there's not the, there's not a pause in between out the of name. respect oh, i wanted okay. to okay. so uh it sounded like you didn't even know what the name was and that no i wasn't looking down here at the screen to see what his name was um and uh, it's one thing for them to come out and say these things it's another when the government is intimidating corporations that is a clear violation of the first amendment and that's exactly what's happening now spotify ow, ow, uncle 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 they're not firing him yet he is making changes to his show making now. changes to yeah. his show mm-hmm. okay so he's making changes and they're putting a warning label on all of his shows and they're getting rid of certain shows that he has done in the past Okay, so he's gonna. I thought his were staying up there, but they have got they have had gotten rid of. They say twenty thousand episodes of various podcasts that mm-hmm. c- contain COVID nineteen misinformation. Uh, I think the guy who was just the pioneer that came up with the mRNA technology. I don't think he's allowed on anymore. I think he's yeah, maybe not anymore. He's getting the uh, he's getting the warning label though. And yeah, Joe okay. Rogan is now saying he is going to have mainstream experts give their viewpoints after guests espousing more fringe options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he will make sure that he's researched the topics uh-huh. that he's talking oh, about. Oh, so he's, <laughs> he's going to become what he's not known for and what people love. Uh, he's going to start, stop being that. What people like about him is he just asks honest questions from a regular oh. point of view. And he's like, I don't know. What is it? And I like Joe Rogan. I mean, I, I do know, too. I, I like him. I like his podcast, you know, on particularly on certain topics. But like, you know, if you listen to his interview with Bernie Sanders, when he, by the way, endorsed Bernie Sanders for president, Mm -hmm. if you listen to that interview and you know a little bit about the left and how these policies work, it's very frustrating because you can tell he's never researched it. He's like, well, yeah. why don't we just have free health care for everybody? <laughs> that's well, right. it's, a great, it's a great question if you've never thought of this topic before. Right. Right? And but, that, but that's that's his approach. And exactly it's, it's been right. a big part of the charm, I think, because he's sort of discovering a lot of this stuff along exactly with right. you. It's as, why as people like him. Mm. He's not pontificating. Yeah. He's just to discovering learn. it with you. That is a very rare thing and a great thing about Joe Rogan. And he says stuff like Bernie Sanders and universal health. I disagree with all the time. I've never thought if we could just get control of the White House and Congress, we could put warning labels. <laughs> warning. Socialism is discussed here. That's ridiculous. That's fascism. Give me one minute. I'm going to tell you when I come back. What that is really all about. It's not about Joe Rogan and it is not about COVID. I'll tell you what it's really about in 60 seconds. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You know, the people at the Fed have said to the Treasury and the Treasury has said to the president, the president said to you, Americans are richer than ever. Americans have more money than they've ever had before. They're awash in cash. Here's a fun fact for you. Credit card balances were up 23% in November. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, also, according to the Federal Reserve, um, banks are going to start, you know, raising their interest rate four times this year is what they're saying. So you can look forward to your credit card bill being a lot more expensive. Please, 
please get out of those high interest credit cards now. If you own a home, please, now is the time to refinance. Everything is changing quickly. How does a man go bankrupt? Takes a long time. And then very quickly. We're at the very quickly part on everything. It's taken a long time to build this house of cards, and it's going to collapse very quickly when it does. Please don't be part of that. Call American Financing now. American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds. Station ID. So there's so much to get into today, but you're going to have to listen for the show and then pick it up the podcast. And every day I'm going to be lining out some storylines that are very, very important. Um, so today I want to tell you what the silencing really all is all about. It is not about covid. It is not about covid. It is all about control. And if they can get control in this emergency, the next emergency is a piece of cake. What they need to do is, I mean, COVID is, is all but over. Okay. We're going to live with this for the rest of our lives. And any sane country, any sane group of people know that. Well, they have trained people, especially in the Northeast and in California, to be unreasonable. They have lost all reason when it comes to COVID. The people I see that are, you know, yelling about masks and not wearing an N95 mask. What are you doing? That mask does nothing. It does nothing. And that's scientifically proven. You've just adopted the habits of a cult. And this is a religious cult. They are demanding that you go along with their holy doctrine or you are out. You're excommunicated. The thing with Spotify, if they can take down the big dog, they take down everyone else. Joe Rogan is probably the hottest property out there, and it's $100 million over five years. That's a lot of money. You don't screw with your investment. If they can get him to change his show, alter his show, change his pace, do anything to slow him down and reduce his audience size, they win. That's not their goal. Their goal is to get Spotify to cancel him. Because once he's on YouTube, you're gone. Okay? You're gone. Unless you have your own platform. And people know where to go. Glenbeck.com, blazetv.com, theblaze.com. They can stop those from search engines, but they can't stop you from going to that URL. Too many people are getting their news off of Facebook, etc., etc. They know this. So if they can just put you on your own platform, they can control all the algorithms. And unless your audience knows right where to get you at your URL, they win. This is not about COVID. This is about the next economic collapse. 
the next time we go into real economic trouble, another 08, I guarantee you they will start talking about voices that are uh, are dangerous misinformers, that there is dangerous misinformation coming out, telling people what's really going on or who's doing it or what they should do. And that's going to be dangerous for the entire world. We must stop them or you'll have nothing. Let me tell you, as somebody who said the most dangerous city in America is New Orleans, a year, almost almost an anniversary year, uh, a year before Katrina hit. And I said it was the most dangerous because of a hurricane and all of the problems. And I said in that show, don't go where they tell you to go. God forbid if it happens. Please listen to me. Don't go where they're going to tell you to go because it will be as dangerous as the Astrodome or the, the uh, Dome in program. Superdome. Uh, all right, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's Real Estate Agents I Trust, a firm believer in the idea of paying things forward. If uh, something comes along in life that makes things easier for, for me or better, and I think you're the same, you tell people about it. There is a, there's a need, I, at least I thought, for how to find a good real estate agent. I don't know where to go. I, I listen to friends or whatever. Or somebody says, hey, my nephew is, oh, dear heavens. I want you to know about realestateagentsitrust.com. A really competent real estate agent makes a huge difference, and it's eye-opening when you see it in action. The agents that we have found for you, none of them work for us, and this is a free service for you. The agents we have found, we have looked for specific traits, uh, specific things that they do, their track record on sales, customer service, all of these things that make a difference. And we'll recommend those real estate agents to you if you're looking to move across the street or across the country. Find the right real estate agent. Realestateagentsitrust.com. A free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. And blazetv.com slash Glenn is the place to go to get a subscription to Blaze TV. Use the promo code Glenn. So there was something huge that happened in Canada. You might have missed it. Um, the Canadian truckers have had enough uh, of this COVID thing. They're in a car, uh, you know, or in a cab of their truck, and the they're forcing vaccine mandates on them. They've got to go through all kinds of things, including have a little vaccine uh, passport that we heard on Friday's uh, episode is a little bone chilling. Uh, you get a little, uh, you, you know, you, you get a little digital passport, a COVID passport, and uh, all you have to do is bring it someplace, and then they scanned the little code, and you're in or you're out. Well, one of the truckers was telling us that he went to the uh, border coming out of the U.S. into Canada, and he held out his app so they could scan the QR code, and uh, the guy the border patrol agent said oh we don't need that we 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 get notified whenever you get x number of feet away from uh, the border we know exactly who you are and all of the information oh that's good that's good uh so that doesn't sound too fascistic at all um ezra levant is is here this is a very controversial weekend 
for some and they have tried to twist this into these truckers being fascist and i don't even understand how you can make that unless you're just a country full of boobs and i know we are but i thought canada might be a little better than that ezra how did this play over the weekend it was amazing. I had the pleasure of being down there. It was about minus 22 degrees Celsius, which is as cold as it sounds. Um, holy cow, did that normally that would just stop any public protest, but it was packed. I, when I pulled into Ottawa, it was like I was at a city that won just the Stanley, Stanley Cup playoffs or something. It was jubilant. It was festive. There were people on the streets honking horns, waving flags, literally spontaneously singing the Canadian anthem. So far from being negative fascists, these were democratic, patriotic, peace-loving, unity-focused Canadians. I want to tell you something about the Canadian trucking industry. For whatever reason, it's uh, there's a huge number of Sikh Canadians who are truck drivers. You, you know, Sikhism, the yeah, yeah. religion from India. Mm-hmm. So it, it's visible minorities, it's new Canadians. To call those people racist, alt-right, it's just bizarre and laughable. And, and there's a lot of indigenous, like Métis and, and Indian truck drivers, too. So it's a very racially diverse industry. So when Trudeau trots out as normal, you're racist, you're sexist, it just it didn't really work as well. And here's one more thing about it, Glenn. There were, I'm going to say, between 50,000 and 100,000 people actually in the convoy. And by convoy, there was a bunch of convoys threading their way towards Ottawa from different parts of Canada. It wasn't just one long train. And along the road, I'm going to estimate you had a million people, perhaps, waving and greeting from overpasses. It was so many that uh, traffic authorities turned off the traffic cams. You know, you can often see what a road is like by going online in the traffic cam. They turned those all off. Well, why is that? And then in the Ottawa area, they shut down bridges and roads, claiming it was for safety reasons. And now they, yeah, they, they made it illegal for you to do that, right? You couldn't go on an overpass and stand there and wave. Yeah, which is so obviously unconstitutional, but and uh, but more importantly, obviously has nothing to do with public health. This is just Venezuela-style tactics now. Um, when I was in Ottawa yesterday, I was there for, for about 48 hours. I'm back in Toronto now. Um, when I was leaving, I saw more and more police, and I, and I recognized their uniforms. They're not just Ottawa police. There were at least four police forces um, from Toronto, from Dundas region, from uh, Durham region, excuse me, um, Mounties. And I walked up to three of the groups. I said, where are you from? Why are you here? Who sent you here? What was your purpose? And they actually spoke with me, which surprised me. And um, they, they said, we're here for backup. I'm here backup for what? What What are they planning? And, and they were standing dressed in black from head to toe. Um, they weren't in some staging area. They weren't like waiting somewhere they were on the streets for intimidation there were snipers on the we also have video footage of snipers mm. on the rooftops what's that about well they did this that they did that to me story. when we were in the mall in washington uh they had snipers up on the roof um and they said it was going to be violence and and everything else and of course there wasn't uh it is um it is it's sad to see this but really i think giving a lot of americans and I think people around the world, a lot of hope. I mean, how many people actually were there? Well, it's tough to say. And then I don't think we're ever going to actually know because the people who would know, as I pointed out, they're shutting off the cameras, they're blocking the roads and highways and bridges. So they're, they're trying to 
reduce the number and reduce the perception of the number. So I don't know if this is the kind of thing where, where you're able to actually trust the authorities. And I don't want to seem paranoid, but if they are literally <laughs> banning you from being on, on yeah. the side of the road, they don't want you to be part of this large movement. So you know, in or go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. Go ahead. I was going to say in Orwell's book, 1984, there's a phrase, if there's any hope, it lies with the proles. That was his way of saying the working class, the proletariat. And that's what I loved about this is it was the truckers. It wasn't right. the official opposition. It wasn't some public intellectuals. It wasn't, you know, some college of physicians and surgeons. It wasn't some celebrity. It was the least celebrity people in the world, truckers. And the idea that they have to be vaccinated to do their job is absurd. I mean, there's no more isolated job than a long-haul trucker other than maybe a lighthouse keeper. So this was pure punishment. These are the folks who kept us fed for two years, who, who gave us our food and our medicine and our PPE and all that well, stuff. Well, they've already turned yeah. against the nurses, and now they're doing the truckers. I mean, yeah. you know, they, they'll, they'll literally bite the hand that uh, fed you. So Trudeau came out, called these guys fascists, racists, uh, and now hasn't he yesterday said kind of I'm doubling down uh, and and making these people pay? Oh, yeah. I mean, his uh, transportation um, minister went on TV saying they're looking at making vaccine passports a requirement to go from province to province within our country. Uh, so so that's Trudeau's way. I mean, remember, Trudeau's father, Pierre Trudeau, was close friends with Fidel Castro. And uh, Trudeau Jr. is a super fan of, of the Castros and has been to Cuba. And remember Trudeau, when he was running for office, said the country he most admires is communist China. And he specified why. He said, quote, because of its basic dictatorship. He literally said those words. So he's very third worldish about this. He's very Hugo Chavez about this. Shut down the roads. Have the police block the truckers. And then when they were all converging on Ottawa, he did the third world dictator move and he fled. <laughs> he fled. Who knows where? I mean, very, very Castro-ish in his approach. He didn't come down like Donald Trump. Um, if it was a peaceful protest, he, he might have come down to engage them. Mm -hmm. he, he wouldn't run away, bravely run away. I think Trudeau is going to be vengeful because this is the first challenge to him that is truly organic and truly authentic, and he can't buy it off. So how Canada, are people how are people in Canada going to react to that? Is this well? There's there's a great war on right now of two clashing narratives because, like I say, a million people have firsthand observations about the movement so they they know what they saw and they they will probably believe their own eyes but then you have the manufactured narrative mm -hmm. the government-run media trudeau state broadcaster that are saying oh there was a nazi swastika flag and there was a picture of a swastika flag nowhere near the actual protest and strangely enough the people circulating the photo Denver bothered to say, well, who is this person? And I think it's quite likely that it was like a Ray Epps moment where someone said, well, look, we need to have some Reichstag fire. We need some mm -hmm. excuse to vindicate our claims that this is uh, like the, the, it's the most peaceful people you ever met. There, it was like a free love kind of it would people going truck to truck, giving hot coffee, giving food like it was. No. There were protesters it's going around picking up garbage you know, it is it is for the most part the same kind of people that are down here that listen to us they are good decent honorable people uh that have really kind of had enough uh and that's not going to change them they're just not going to take it anymore they're not going to sit here and and just uh be bumps on the log they want their voices to be heard um 
there there is this um uh, Nazi flag. There was also a, I think, a Confederate flag, which must make no sense in Canada. But um, yeah. and there is video of the legitimate protesters going up to that guy, going, "Why are you even here? Nobody was in a mask. Yeah. He was in a mask. Yeah. Why yeah. are you even here? Just yeah. go. This is not your rally." Yeah. And he did leave. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, I, I don't want to get into U.S. Civil War politics it's not my area of expertise it has nothing to do with canada we just simply aren't that's not part of our story one way or the other that is a media symbol and and i think that you saw two agents provocateurs and i think one of the reasons for that is it's such a powerful grassroots moment it's like the yellow vests a few years ago that came out of france and electrified the world again it was uncontrolled by authorities it was grassroots it was uh, blue collar same thing with the truckers i see now there's a trucker convoy in australia I see there's truckers in uh, the Netherlands. So this trucker idea is catching on. This has to be killed in the cradle before it spreads. Let me give you one more measurement. This trucking convoy had a GoFundMe page. Last I checked, they had raised like 8 million bucks. And all these government types were trying to get it canceled and deplatformed. I don't think they succeeded in the end. But just for one second, realize what $8 million is. Canada is one-tenth the size of America in terms of population. So that would be like $80 million in crowdfunding, probably the largest crowdfund in Canadian history. Like imagine mm-hmm. if you had $80 million bucks. So even if they didn't get the money, Glenn, that shows you how deep and wide the support is. That's what they're afraid of. Because for the last two years, you've had a total system failure in Canada. The official opposition has not opposed. The judges have not been a check and balance. Not a single court case has gone against the lockdowns. Uh, the media party completely complicit. The colleges of physicians and surgeons have suspended doctors who give out exemptions. Uh, the chambers of commerce have bent the knee. There has been no institution. Every single, at least you've got Ron DeSantis and, and the governor of Texas and, and mm-hmm. the governor of South Dakota. You've got you've got some opposition. You even have a few Democrats who are saying this has gone too far. But in Canada, every single government and every single opposition are lockdownists. So you've had a total system failure. And what you're seeing in this trucking convoy is a grassroots movement saying, well, we're not represented by anyone else. Here's someone doing something tangible and concrete. So we're is this, so, so let it, me ask you one last question, because I've got to run. Right? I've got a network break. But um, it, it, are you seeing non-conservatives involved in this? Huge, huge. I, you know what? So many young women, I think they're worried about vaccine side effects. So many people who said, well, hey, I used to be against Big Pharma. Where where is my left-wing party supporting them? Hey, I used to be my body, my choice. Why are all the socialists in favor of government? I used to be for privacy. Like all these folks who used to be represented on the left, they're sort of the RFK junior model Mm -hmm. of liberalism. And they're saying, where is the left? The left has abandoned me. You know what? I'd say a third of our viewers are rebel news these days. Two years ago, they'd call themselves liberals and Trudeau voters. Wow, that's remarkable. Um, Totally new coalition. Totally new coalition. It's against the bully state. Yeah, it's I think it's happening here as well. It's happening all over the country. We're finding ourselves with strange bedfellows, but really not so strange once we get to know each other, because those people have always believed in the Bill of Rights and we have always believed in the Bill of Rights. Yes. Ezra, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Uh, Ezra Levant, he is um, he is the man. Uh, at Rebel News, and Rebel News is the man, if you will, 
uh, four news up in Canada, and they've come under tremendous amounts of pressure, and they remain standing. They are the the blaze of Canada, if you will. We have a lot in common with them. Ezra Levant, thank you for being on the program. <clears throat> Let me tell you about LifeLock. <clears throat> and I cannot get COVID. Will is not let up on my voice yet. Yeah, you can it's still hear crazy. it. Crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Uh, LifeLock. Uh, identity theft is a serious crime, and you know that it's rampant uh, in the online age. People have to be really, really careful. Even if you are careful, you, you're at, at risk. I mean, you have, um, you have a situation where anything you do can be tracked now. Anything that you can do can be hacked now. It's what LifeLock is there for. They can't catch everybody because, I mean, nobody can catch everything. But they can monitor things better than you can on your own and better than most. So if you do become a victim, they also have the restoration specialist that can work with you to help fix the problem quickly. You need to protect your identity online. And LifeLock, I think, is the best. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK for 25% off. Do it now. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Oh, yeah. Hello, you sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Lot to talk about on today's program. Uh, tomorrow, I hope to be able to give you uh, an announcement and an address where you can go get the uh, audiobook for The Great Reset. We just keep getting blocked every single place to, you know, have you be able to buy a hard copy of the book. Um, so <clears throat> now there's a paper shortage, you know. So we can't, we can't really print books. Um, but uh, the audiobook should be, I'll have news on it tomorrow, and I'll tell you about that. Um, you can get it on Kindle. Please do that. An update on my YouTube channel. My staff is just unbelievable. Uh, Ricky, our uh, overall producer, she, she, uh, she wrote to me and she said, uh, uh, Glenn, um, we just made, we fixed the YouTube thing. I'm like, what do you mean? They went out and they took all of the Great Reset videos and made them a playlist. So if you go to YouTube.com slash Glenn Beck, right, um, you can get the playlist. Look at the top. It'll say playlist and look for the Great Reset. It's the first icon. And you can see all of the Great Reset stuff. We have more on that. I'm, I'm also going to... Uh, uh, share with you something Chris Stewart shared with the audience on the Friday exclusive that was pretty stunning. We'll go into it. He said, um, you know, the FBI is the KGB. Now, Chris is, I mean, do you know of Mike Lee? Mike Lee is probably the only guy that is more understated than Chris Stewart. <laughs> and uh, when he said that, I said, oh, excuse me, what, what do you mean? I'll explain mm. coming up. And so much more on today's broadcast. Don't miss a second. You miss a minute, you miss a lot. And you can get the podcast now. Wherever you get your podcast, make sure you rate and review it. It helps us with the algorithms. Rate and review the podcast. Get it so you can hear the whole thing.
the Glenn Beck Program.